we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Butted Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew. You changed uh, the intro a little bit. The Butter Pop Network. Did I say, did I? Usually like, the Buttered Pop Network. And then this time you were, you were like, butter, butter, do, do, butter, do, do, butter. I, I guess it's different. I'm just, I'm just shocked. You're a man of habit. I, you know me. Yeah. I, I, I gotta switch it up sometimes. Keep the people on their toes. No, I'm impressed. I think it's good. I think you should keep trying new things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. But before we we get into what we usually do and talk about all the shows that we want to talk about, there uh, I don't even know how to say it. Breaking news once again. I you know I did a little alert last time because but, we had the New York trailer, but this is like wild. The biggest news. Everyone in the Bravoverse was talking about it. Everyone from podcasters to even other housewives. I don't know if you saw comments from Kyle and Teddy where we're like we're going to Salt Lake tomorrow. Like we need to get the, to the bottom of this. It's the biggest news since I think the Teresa and Joe Giudice of it all. But this I think is even worse. No, this is, this is, this takes the cake. <laughs> For those who don't know, Jen Shaw. And if you don't know, we're even living under a rock. Like Jesus. Anyway, continue. Jen Shaw is, has been uh, arrested by the FBI. The Southern district <laughs> of New York city or New York, which is in New York city is uh, taking her to court. So evidently she, her marketing, which you had been questioning since day one. Let me just say this real quick. I kept saying it over and over. It is bizarre that this woman is so obsessed with glitz and glam and the rich, the lifestyles of the rich and famous and showing it all off to us. And yet we will never see her at work. Unlike the other women, we all went to work with them at some point. Why aren't we going into her office? Why aren't we seeing what she's up to? I thought that her explanation of what she did at the reunion was so shady. I was defending her. I was like, she's just in marketing. She's a marketer. Yeah, you kept saying that. And I kept saying, no, this is this is shady. This is suspect. And I was right, but I did not realize how right I was. So she's been in a telemarketing scheme and has been selling names, lists of names and phone numbers and stuff to other telemarketing agencies, essentially. And this whole grand scheme. With other permission. And she's been specifically targeting the elderly population because they are more susceptible to frauds and scams and it going undetected and unnoticed. And the problem is it's not one of those things where she can be like, I didn't know what I was doing. She 100% knew what she was doing. Her and her little minion Stuart were in this together. First assistant Stuart. It makes me kind of happy that he's going down with her. I don't know why, but I mean, it's... It was shocking to say the least when this news broke. First of all, sh- like excited for a season two of Salt Lake. Cause as we know, they're filming right now and we got a little bit of scoop from all these other Bravo accounts of what was happening yesterday when the arrest went down. So I guess they were filming. The ladies were getting ready to go to Vail, Colorado, which they're in right now. There has been footage of them walking around Vail and just doing their thing and right. doing the whole filming. But as I think they were in a bus or they were getting ready to get on a car and Jen got a phone call and was like, my husband's in the hospital. 
Like Coach, Coach Shaw, Shaw is ill and I need to go to There's an emergency. Him. Yes. And she dips. Then from what we've heard, the FBI shows up to where she was with the ladies. Looking for her. Looking for her. Some people also said a SWAT team was there, which if I, if I get to see on my screen a SWAT team and the FBI roll up as these ladies are getting ready to go on a trip and just being like, what is going on? It will be my favorite episode of Housewives ever. I think this is going to be the biggest storyline we've had I in Housewives just, history. I, I feel so lucky and so blessed that they were filming when this happened. She's in full glam. Full glam <laughs> with some perhaps culturally insensitive braids. <laughs> and we're going to get her reaction. We're going to get the other wives' reactions. We're going to see it all unfold. Then, thank God they didn't stop filming, that they're still filming in, in Vail, because we're going to... That's all they're going to talk about on the trip. I mean, what else would you talk about? Your friend has been arrested by the FBI. I, well, friend in quotes. But between that and the Erica Girardi of it all, like these upcoming seasons of Housewives are going to be... Insane. I wanted to read real quick just like what the official statement was. Yes. So Jen Shaw from Bravo's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been indicted and arrested for conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The charges brought from the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York were announced on Tuesday. Shaw was arrested along her assistant Stuart Smith, who has also been featured on the show as one of her many assistants. The charges allege that from 2012 until today, Shaw, Smith, and others ran a telemarketing scheme that defrauded older people by selling, quote, lead list for non-existent business opportunities unreal i also didn't yes so didn't we also hear it may have been that one of her many assistants was actually an informant so that's another rumor or an undercover cop so that's that's the other rumor that's going around is someone in her glam squad was undercover fbi this is you can't write this shit this is just it's a movie it's a movie What's even crazier is they were supposed to do like the live indictment, like the live hearing, and it has to be on Zoom, obviously. Oh, the arraignment. Yeah, because pu- arraignments are public. That's yeah. correct. So she had to do, so they have to do it on Zoom because COVID, obviously. And so they released that it was happening yesterday. And too many people tried to get on it that were Bravo fans that Jen Shaw couldn't get in herself. They completely forgot about Stuart. And there were so many people like trying to get into the Zoom that they had to reschedule it to friday so if you're listening to this on friday which is when it comes out early i think it's gonna be like 11 a.m eastern time search bravo accounts or like search salt lake if you want to pop in i mean i can't believe that we weren't on top of it and weren't one of those people trying to get in well yeah i'm we're dropping the ball over i guess we are but i i guess people heard wendy williams i guess she wasn't on there but someone was watching wendy williams and people were like oh do you watch bravo like people were what was that there for (laughs) (laughs) literally wendy like what was that? <laughs> Our favorite. Now, okay. Do you think, and then we'll, we'll move on to the stories of the week, but like no, each show had one like big Major moment that moment, we'll talk yeah. about, but this, this is, is, this is, this, big. this is, I'm sorry, but we this need is, to give this yeah, time. This takes a precedent above all else. I don't think so. And I think you'll agree. I don't think that coach Shaw had any idea. No, I don't think he had any idea. I think he is so busy with his football career that he was like, whatever my wife does for work. She does for work. And all, all the ladies didn't really know what she did for work either. No, they were all just like, it sounds great and good for her because she's rich. Like, that's all they really said. Again, they're also afraid of her. So I don't think they're going to be like, well, what do you do? It's it's so I, I I think Coach Shaw. Do you think he'll leave her if she goes to prison? No, I mean, I no. 
Is he that good of a guy that he's going to stick by I her I mean, with I, this? Think, I think we have to wait and see because it depends on how... Because it sounds from the charges that this was very malicious. It's not a Teresa DDHA thing where she probably just signed her life away to Joe and wasn't fully, fully aware of what was going on. And that's why she only got... Uh, she got what a year, a year and a half. I think so, because Jen, they're saying that she could get thirty years. <laughs> it's a major crime. Yeah, it's not. It's not forgetting to sign some papers and forgetting to disclose and just hiding a little money here and there. She had intent. Yeah, she had a full scheme, a full business behind this. Yeah, she made money off of these people. Yeah, and and it sounds like it's more than just her and Stewart. It sounds like it's like a little bit of a, a whole network. I mean, how many employees did she have? Like 40? I mean, that's the thing is I want to be a fly on the wall in the lives of her assistants and her glam squad now because they're, they're probably, I feel like they're all like we're free! <laughs> like we get to get like, they could all probably claim, I'm sure now They'll probably, I would not be surprised if they all started claiming harassment suits with the leaked audio that we just received a few weeks ago. And now from this, I would not be surprised if we started to see a pile on from the people that worked for her. They're all probably going to be witnesses. A hundred percent. And the thing is, and honestly, maybe some of the, well, I'm sure they're going to interview all the housewives and. Possibly oh. some of them will be <laughs> probably producers like this is going to be this is like Christmas to me. And I hate saying that because it's someone's life. And obviously this is very terrible. And I do feel bad. But from a producer standpoint, if I'm a Bravo producer, I go, God bless America. True. Like I, we hit the jackpot. I'm not saying I feel bad for Jen Shaw because she obviously she knew what she was doing and she made the decision to break the law and commit fraud against these people. Right. But I do feel bad that. I always feel a little bit of guilt and maybe I should stop watching housewives if this is what it is. But when other people's like lives are sad, well, we become very emotionally invested in these people doing what we do. I'm a little heartbroken for her too, more so for coach Shaw and for her sons Yeah, because they didn't ask for this. They have been trying to manage that tornado of crazy for God knows how long. And another thing, if she knew what she was doing was, illegal why did she go on tv like are people crazy when you're in we've seen it time and time again you think that you're above it you're above the law and you think that you're going to be the one to get away with it i genuinely believe that i don't i don't i I think that these people sometimes like joe dudice i think they think they're fucking geniuses and that no one's ever going to catch them poor joe dudice if he thinks he's a genius that guy wow well he's making tons of money now with those vibrators which i want to talk about which there was we, will a video we watched but this is insane we will keep you a uh, posted and abreast of all the details of the story as they come in by next week we'll have the arraignment details yes so we'll be able to at least have an understanding of bail and her plea. oh her bail is gonna be nothing she'll pay that and she'll be out on bail do you think she'll go back to taping i mean I feel what I it, feel like this is her last shot and she's just going to go out guns Well, blazing. what if her contract stipulates that she has... I mean, probably... Bar- I bet you the contract says barring any, like, illegal or fraudulent activity. Like, she has to keep filming. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I... Because I think that she's going to claim innocence. Well, no one's going to s- plead guilty. Well, well, sometimes you might. You might plead guilty or you might cooperate because you want a lesser sentence if you know that you're fucked. But I could also see her like digging her heels in and being like, I was fooled, Stuart. 
Stewart did this to me. What if she pins it on Stewart? I mean, he is the perfect scapegoat. I'm, I'm now that I think about it, like maybe it's good that she had a little partner in crime because she could be like, I thought I didn't know this was illegal. This was Stewart's idea. We were running this business. I thought we we, we were doing was if she gets correct. a sentence of less than five years, that she'll come back to the show. We love a good redemption story, whether or not we ask for it. I, I, I. I'm here for it. I'm here for Jen <laughs> Shaw to be on Housewives still. And I know a lot of, I, I know that's a hot take and a lot of people will be like, well, no, you no, need, she was bad. You she... need a fire starter in every bar. Like, you know, provided that they don't, you know, commit heinous acts of, you know, bigotry, homophobia, racism, uh, or they don't maliciously like deliberately harm another cast member and their families. I, I think that you need a fire starter. Yeah. And, Although granted, she did. If these, if this is all true, she did hurt a lot of people. So, because Teresa's crimes were more, they were just lying, right? They were lying about taxes. They weren't. And they weren't. St- I mean, they were stealing from the government. I guess you could say, but they weren't stealing um, from. No, but boo hoo the government. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they weren't. They weren't. You know, manipulating and 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 going after like the elderly. The elderly. So, I th- maybe maybe the sun has set on the the journey of Genshaw. But we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you all informed because we will be following this very closely. Very closely. Can you imagine if like they had, I just, what if she had, whatever housewives destination thing they're filming right now, what if she was on that? They had to fly to like Turks and Caicos or wherever they are, Cayman Islands to like snatch her up. That would have been. Well, actually they probably wouldn't have been able to because they don't have any jurisdiction. So she probably would have been fine. That would have been great then. She should have gone on that Turks and Caicos trip and just gotten to international waters and be like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm on this boat. And that's it. And that's and that's that. That's that. Me and Luann. Maritime just- law can't come. You can't get me. <laughs> that kills me. Okay, let's let's stop with the Shah, and let's get into our shows for this week. Okay, if that's okay, because I feel like we've we've talked as much as we could about Jen Shah. Yeah, and again, like the the shows this week were solid. They all there was one pivotal moment in each episode that we'll just we'll we'll go over. Yeah. It was it was a lighter week, y'all. Yeah, it was, I mean lighter in terms of shows, but but in God, the Bravoverse, God bless the Bravoverse. They gave us a gift, indeed. Thank you, Andy Cohen. <laughs> he probably had no idea. He I was a, get his, he tipped them off. He tipped off the. I want to get his hot take. He's on vacation right now, according to his Instagram. So I'm sure he's not participating. Bet you anything, he saw the headlines. Was like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out while I bet I can. you he's his vacation. I bet you he's in Turks and Caicos or wherever they are for. The Destination Yeah, Housewives? I'm sure he's going to make a little appearance there. That'd be a great title, but by the way, Destination Housewives. That is a good title. Yeah. Bravo Producers, if you're listening, you can use that. Just give me a cut. Okay. Let's start with Summer House. Okay. Because we always start with Summer House. Yes, of course. Okay. So last week we had the revelation that there was a psychic that DM'd the girls that Luke and Lindsay hooked up with each other. So the girls... They do like a girls night and a boys night kind of situation. And the girls basically try to like go and egg on Lindsay to kind of like see if she's slept with Luke. And then Paige straight up asks her, did you and Luke like do it? And then Lindsay goes off. She's fully activated. I love it though. She's like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I mean, it's so funny because they – they try to goat her, like you said, and she's not taking the bait at all. No. She does. She legitimately doesn't understand what they're talking about. She's just trying to defend her friend because she's seeing that everyone's just really drawing a hard line with him. And maybe they should. But 
maybe it's going a little too far. And so she's just trying to be, you know, a friend. She's, yeah, she's trying to help out. And I love her. Co- I would go a little bit ballistic, too. I'd be like, what are you guys trying to insinuate? insinuate? And what does this have anything to do? And because she doesn't know exactly where they're getting it from at first, she thinks that it's just a ploy to just start shit. She yeah. doesn't understand that, like, they got this information from somewhere. And it just wasn't a good look on any of the girls, especially Amanda, because I love Amanda. And Amanda just went along with it really quickly and easily. Yeah. And her and Paige, like, going into the house and trying to, like, ask Luke in the house. And then and you can tell out. from Luke. Luke was like, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you, you can tell when someone's lying or when someone's been caught in something that yes. they don't want people to know. And he was very confused, like, where this was coming from and this was out of nowhere. And... I think that they're, well, not yet, because I think that's going to happen now. But this case doesn't hold water. I mean, I think it's going to, because we saw them have a little moment. Oh, no, now it's totally, like, self-fulfilled prophecy on uh, on the part of Hannah. and Well, and that's what psychics are for. They're not for predicting the past. They're about predicting the future. So maybe the psychic was just trying to tell them I mean, that Luke and Lindsay were going to hook up. But, I, again, I just think that the psychic are, is just full I think it's I think it's a Jen Shaw fraud situation. I don't believe the psychic. <laughs> but I want to talk about the party that they had. Really cute. I love this love idea. Love the progressive dinner, bar hopping sort of thing. It, I We've seen these parties before, like in college, but it's like different countries. But I feel like you can't really do that anymore. Like that's not a good look. And you don't want to be rude like a, a specific country. So I love the idea of doing states and keeping it in the United States and them all doing their hometowns. The worst one was Ciara's because it was literally just like, Spray paint and nothing, and her drink. She just wanted to make a, a, a drink. That I thought she Carl's to was kind of weak though too. Like it was Amish water. No, and but his was so cute because he's like kind of sober I mean, he and he looked needed, cute. He needed to break up. He needed to break up the drinking with at least a little bit of water, which is fair. Okay, fair. No, you're right. And you're right. he looked good, and the decorations were great. I also loved the calf. I mean, I loved them all. I just was a little bit disappointed in Sierra. I thought she could have done a little bit better. And I was surprised how good Paige's and Hannah's looked. I thought theirs was going to be the worst. Well, yeah, because they only ordered like three things. Yeah, they were they were intimating that it was not going to be good. Yeah, but it's New York. You just have to have dark lights and strobes, right? Is that what New York is like? I mean, New York has all kinds of different things. But I get what they were going for. Paige looked like a, like a bottle Server. service girl in New York. I will give her that. She looked great. Yeah, she looked the long pony. That's I'm always a big fan of that. I saw Selena Gomez in that once, and I was like, hmm, that is my favorite hair. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it's Selena Gomez, but <laughs> I didn't think the night was going to devolve in what it devolved into, though. No, and that's true. So basically, <laughs> Ciara confronts Luke about texting her after 9 p.m., which is a whole thing. I completely get where she's coming from, being like, if you're texting me after 9 p.m. in this house. We're not just talking to talk. Like, you could text me all during the day. We could have conversations. But if you're hitting me up after 9 p.m., you're trying to get something. Which I, more thinking about it, I, I, I agree. And I think I understand what she's saying. And if she had told him not to do that and he kept doing it, that's... That's also the other thing. Yeah, that's very frustrating. And so he tries to kind of play it off. And then Carl gets involved. And Carl has been drinking all night. And yes, he has been drinking as like has this. Luke. Yes, and he kind of tries to, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to be like, dude, I was in your place. I was, you know, playing the girls. I was, you know, trying to keep something going on in the house. As we remember with the workus yeah. situation, the workus circus. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, Jesus. But he comes off kind of like rude and it just 
ticks Luke off to where he like leaves and then is upset about his own situation, then comes back and then starts screaming, which activates Kyle because Kyle's trying to defend his friend. And it's, they're like producers are holding people back. The whole thing was a mess. I, you know, it's, it's all, it's actually all a little complicated because I, I, if I were Luke, I would be put off by Kyle and Carl saying this to me when they've been, far worse than Luke has ever been in, yes. in this regard. Although they are both now quote unquote reformed and they've seen the light and they don't do that really as much anymore. And Luke could own more that he messed up with Hannah and with Ciara. Yeah. Um, I think it's bullshit that Hannah is like writing the coattails of Ciara though and saying like, we're just, there's a lot of hurt there. There's a lot of anger and they're like, no, 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 no. Your stuff with him is kaput. It's done. It's over. And if it's, you're going to be sexting with Des for like seven hours stop. a day, yeah. don't act like, like put, Luke is no, still affecting like, you. Ciara has a legitimate like gripe with him. And although I, I think that the way she's, kind of being you know intense with Luke I don't know if that's the best way to go about it but I understand her anger and her frustration yeah don't like ride her coattails girl don't jump on Sierra and what she's doing because it's completely different she has a legitimate gripe with Luke you do not you are just as messy as Luke is if not more so don't do it and I have a feeling they're gonna wake up the next day and there's gonna be lots of apologies because people were drunk and were not you know I hope it just goes a little bit better I, I think it's I think it will blow over definitely. I feel like Kyle's blacked out. Oh, I feel like Kyle is not going to remember anything. I think they're all just going to be like we were we all drank too much last night at this bar hopping situation. Yeah, like we just need to cool it. If Luke owns his shit and goes, listen, Sierra, I won't bother anymore. I won't text you. I don't want you to feel disrespected, or you know, I don't want you to feel. Like, I'm not respecting your boundaries. Like, let's just cool it. I won't bother you. But, like, let's see if we can be friends by the end of this. I think that's the best thing he can do. And then she can cool it. Hannah can fucking shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I just can't stand her because she's trying. She is trying to make her the center of whatever's happening in the house at all times. And it's just very obvious. And I just don't like her. I know you don't like her. I'm still, I still have a soft spot for my hand. I don't get that at all. I don't know. Yeah, crazy. You know, it happens. But, you know, enough Summer House. Truly. That was the, that was the long and short of it. Uh, We will watch the episode coming up tonight at a new time, 9.15, y'all. It's different than usual. Let's get to Married to Medicine. I love Michael. Yes. I love Michael and Simone. They are my new favorite pair on any show on Bravo right now. I think Michael and Simone, Dr. Simone are hilarious. They are a perfect mother son duo. I was dying when she was like, you don't cook. He's like, yeah, I cook all the time. I got DiGiorno. I, I got know. pizza rolls. Oh my God. Such a boy thing to <laughs> he say. Was like, come on. I'm sad that next week he's going off to college. That breaks my heart. It. I'm, I might cry. Oh, I probably will too. I'm going to cry. Like he did at the basketball game a couple years ago, which LOL. I forgot about that. Me too. But that's the whole story of this episode is Dr. Simone wants to host a parents against kids basketball game at Heavenly's house to kind of celebrate Michael one last time before he leaves. Cause obviously he's a basketball player. He's going to be playing basketball in college. And so that's all going to happen, which we will get to because things go down at this basketball game. But I loved when she was bringing it up to him when they were shopping for college stuff 
And he was kind of going through the list. And at first he was like, you're really going to invite Heavenly? Oh, it's just because it's her house. Like that. She just gets a free pass because yep. it's going to be doing it. Which, by the way, I didn't realize how big her house was. How un... I feel... I'm, I thought... I was shocked. And how unnecessary. I mean... They don't need all that space. Truly She not. even said, I haven't been on this court in 15 years. Like, it's... It's just so funny to me that she's going to, like, shit on Toya for her perceived, like, materialism. And her whole house is a show of the money she has. And it's all empty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't use any of it. Well, we know. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that in a second. She needs to sign an NDA before she goes into Toya House because she's copying. But I did also like Michael saying he wanted to invite Dr. Jackie Mm -hmm. and Curtis. And she he was saying to Dr. Simone... You know, she's kind of low-key my favorite. You know, I he did she did deliver him. Yeah. They do have a strong bond. Curtis is a basketball coach, and they've had a big relationship in that sense as well, yeah. especially since basketball is such an important part of Michael's life. It made my heart hurt a little bit because it's it's seen that her problem with Jackie and their issues is just kind of affecting people beyond them, even more than just the ladies in the house or their husbands. It's also affecting their kids. Yeah, I agree. I was glad to see that she immediately called uh, Jackie and invited them both. It was a bummer that Jackie couldn't make it. Maybe probably better that she didn't because it turned out to be kind of crazy at the end. But I think that that's a step forward. I think so too. And I'm glad Curtis came. Yeah, and he's very good at basketball. I mean, duh, but he's a coach. I know, but like <laughs> it was, the, I, and I wish he kept playing because they really needed him to keep playing. Best quote of the whole episode is, "The vagina is like Jesus; it is very forgiving." I was, I was just uh, not my favorite line of the episode. I was just very like, really, Doctor Jackie. I mean, it's, and I love how she was like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> heavenly must have just got like taken over my body for a moment. <laughs> it was, was a very heavenly thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, Heavenly really doesn't like new people. She doesn't like strangers. Mm-hmm. She is ready to write them off and pounce immediately. I didn't like the stray bitch comment when uh, about Toya's friend that we met for two seconds. Yeah. You really think, uh, and she's bringing up COVID. It's like, you really think the production didn't have her te- get tested and all That's that stuff? That's the thing. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. You're also hosting this event at your house and you're really going to be. But as soon as the family's left after the game, she went in on Toya immediately. Yeah. She brought, she brought up the quad situation, which I didn't even think she was going to bring up in person. No, Cause what I don't understand. I, maybe we didn't see it, but did Toya say or do something to heavenly or well, what? I mean, Toya was also kind of like being very judgmental about the house. She was like, Oh, does she not have enough money to pay for forks? Like ever, we have to get out of these boxes. Well, okay. Yes. Toya has been like, and as Kurt or not Curtis, as Eugene brought up early in the episode, she's been a little snappy lately, but <laughs> I did agree with Toya being like, if you're going to host, you gotta like, be the host. No, and I you're agree. Not playing the game, you're just just facilitate. Yeah, like have the food out. Have make sure you've got like or at, you just you make you don't have to do it all yourself. You can ask for help, but these women need to know if you host something. We've been talking about this a lot this in the past couple of weeks. If you host something, you just need to make sure all of the bases are covered and the che- the boxes are checked. Exactly. You can't just throw a halfway party. No, but but Toya was also upset because she was saying Heavenly copies her. Which I agree. Which, now that the receipts were presented in the videos, I was like, maybe she is kind of kind of making her house like Toya because Toya has great taste. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, but I think that just pissed off Heavenly to the point where she was like, well, if you want to talk about my house, let's talk about your house and how you paid for your house and what Quad told me. And she's like, 
quad. Like, what are you? Toya was very thrown. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I, she also could have been telling the truth. I mean, that's the thing. And she kind of been playing it off. Like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is weird. Right. And just when I'm starting to like Heavenly again, she pulls shit like this where she she goes off and just says ridiculous things. And I really didn't like. I do not think Anila was trying to make an All Lives Matter comment. No, she wasn't at all. No. What she was trying to say was that as a person of color, she understands in some sense what it's like to, you know, have prejudice against you. Yeah. But in this time and space, like Heavenly said, I thought Heavenly actually put it perfectly when she was like, you know, when one tooth hurts in the mouth, you're not going to fix all the teeth. You just need to focus on that one tooth, which is what Black Lives Matter is, is that, you know, we need to say Black Lives Matter because for so long in this nation and across the world, like black people have specifically been targeted. Right. And I, but, and I don't think Anila was, disagreeing with that no. I think that in that conversation back at the party uh, a couple weeks ago she was just saying no I get it like I'm I, I'm I'm with you like I support you I I've been called things too and I've stuff has happened to me and again because she's a new girl heavenly heavenly's yeah. not gonna hear that I just and I, and I feel bad for and Anila wanted to make that clear and heavenly is like no no, yeah, and no, Heavenly, no. Heavenly could have brought it up a different way and said, you know, I was confused by what you said here. Were you trying to make a comment but again, like this? I talk about emotional intelligence on this show all the time, and Heavenly is another one that I think doesn't have the emotional tools. No. And she, I know that goes back to her mom and all of her and her troubling oh, yeah. childhood in Florida. It's going to be, and I, you know, and I'm not a huge fan of Contessa, but I thought it was so smart of her to be like, I'm going to go hang out with the men because I am tired and don't want to deal with this. And I love, I love the men just not even knowing what's happening. And just, just drinking their crown royale yeah. and having a good time. <laughs> what if someone said like, you need to stage the house. And they're like, it does not work with these ladies. Married to medicine. I'm, I'm interested to see how the relationship between, it looks like lines are being drawn once again. And it looks like it's going to be Toya and Anila against Heavenly and maybe Contessa. Yeah. I think Contessa and Heavenly will be on one team. Toya and Anila will be on the other. I and think Simone, stuck in Simone the middle. will be stuck in the middle, but she and Jackie are going to have their own issues for a while until they can iron that out. So we've got a lot of irons in the fire here. Yeah. It's, it's getting hot, hot and married to medicine. Also the neighborhood that they live in Toya and Anila looks like, the one that Heather McMahon lives in. Oh. Yeah. Do you think they're it's, neighbors? I mean, granted, maybe lots of suburbs in Atlanta look the same, but they just watching Heather McMahon's Instagram stories and then seeing some of like the curves and the nice hills and the whatever of of that particular suburb of Georgia, I was like, I wonder. Heather McMahon, by the way, is a Instagram comedian and a phenomenal f- funny lady who also watches The Housewives. So she was on Watch What Happens Live actually like last week. She I was. Think. So she's in her. Bra- we can talk about her because she's in the Bravoverse. I just was like, oh, interesting. So maybe we'll have to do some investigating. I mean, we have to. We love Heather. Because I keep talking about how I want to move to Georgia. And I'm like, maybe that's the neighborhood. You are not I'm... moving to Georgia. Hey, you never know. One day. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Georgia. Made in Georgia. <laughs> made in Georgia. We have Atlanta. Okay. Drew knows how to throw a trip. This. Oh, I love her. From the moment they stepped out of that bus and they had the dancing and they had the po' boys. It was. It looked like something I want to do. I really want to go to New Orleans. I really want to go to Mardi Gras. I want to do the whole thing. Me too. What the hell is wrong with Kenya? She had a stick up her butt from the moment she walked off of that bus. And she was upset that she was given a normal room and not a suite. She's like, what do these ladies think giving me, not giving me a regular room? Like, and going to get a room herself, it's 
it's so there was plenty of room in that room for you and your child yeah it's give me a fucking break it's just kenya trying to be like i feel like she feels threatened by this trip because she feels like her trip was a complete utter fail exactly because once again she doesn't know how to host she threw a halfway party whereas drew laid out the red carpet for these women. I'm not going to degrade myself to booty clap for my room. It's like, oh, please cut to you in your red leather outfit, opening your legs back in fucking South Carolina. Well, I I love you saying, girl, you pay for that booty. You better bounce it. I know. It was really funny. I also loved Portia on the bus uh, before we move on. My favorite quote, I ain't chasing nothing but a dollar. I ain't chasing nothing but a dollar. I'm like, good for you. That's a, that's kind of like a mantra, mantra, mantra. Wow. Me. Yeah. (laughs) I knew a mantra, like a Fanta, like give me out, get out of here. And then, but then she goes, Kenya goes from being a total fucking bitch to being a complete nut job on the bike, laughing, like hair in the wind. It's like, you're fucking Miss Gulch from the Wizard of Oz. Like get out. That is Miss Gulch from The Wizard of Oz is such a deep like cut. Yeah, she was. She absolutely was. She's giggling on the thing. Well, for some reason, Latoya is not drinking and we find out it's because kind of Drew's assistant brought her to church and and Drew's kind of trying to been there for Latoya saying like, hey, when you drink, things get out of control. Let's look at the past couple situations maybe you should cool it. And I feel like Latoya is just, I mean, Drew isn't saying she can't drink. It's just kind of like watch your drinking. And so I feel like Latoya, the reason she was like, well, I'm not drinking at all is because she, she's like trying to prove a point now and she's trying to make Drew feel bad. Yeah. And she showed up to the trip in a bad mood. Yes. Which I thought was a little ridiculous. And I get what, I mean, Kenya is just going to, jump on whoever's train will, you know, kind of always just trying to make sure she's got alliances and got people in her corner. Uh, so she'll, you know, defend Toya, even though Toya has not been the best to her. But I think that Drew is just tired of the flip-flopping yeah. with Toya and tired of who am I going to get? Like, what kind of Toya am I going to get today? You tell me one thing and you do one thing and you say one thing, but then you do and say another the next time I see you. I'm a little annoyed. I'm a little over it. And I'm kind of going to call you out in front of the ladies. Yeah. So I totally got that. And as the, as the, as the mistress of this trip, I understood where Drew was coming from. Yeah. I love it. Oh, by the way, I wrote Anejo in all caps. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was dying at Portia not being able to pronounce Anejo. And I loved that they were like introducing like Anejo. Cause you know, we had, who is it? Denise Richards on Beverly Hills housewives talking about like Reposado Oh, she read that waiter at the Palace Hotel. She read him for filth. Yeah. And if you know me, you know I love my tequila. Yes. And I mean, I am going to be taking a break for April. Uh, sober April. But <laughs> dry April. Dry April. Dry April. But Anejo is really good. It is it is so smooth. And if you get good stuff, like Patron is not going to be the best Anejo that you no, can get. Absolutely. And it, was, not. it was kind of those, like when she like cringed, like, oh, it's still Patron. I was like, okay, well, let's get, let's get, you, I want to send her a bottle. I feel like I have plenty of bottles in my room. I could just send her one and be like, here's, here's some good yeah. extra Anejo or Anejo, which is not cheap, by the way. So Drew was really shelling out for Portia. She really wanted to make an impression. I was dying at Brooklyn drawing over the entire hotel room. Like, Wow. She's like, Brooklyn, how did you color your food? (laughs) 
And there's blue crayon on like the French fries or something. This is what happens though when you know I, you leave a kid unattended. Yeah, it's like can't oh, Kenya. She's just I can't with her. <laughs> it made me laugh. I was like this girl. I also love that how Candy was not having the Zydeco, the Zydeco or Zydeco, Zydeco. She was just like no, I'm not into this. I loved the flashbacks of her just not being able to dance ever, ever. But I get I get that she's toned and fit and ready when you're when you're that when you're that person, when you've got that booty that you can bounce a dime off of, you can't twerk. No, it's not going to work. You got to have like like the Portia said, you got to have that fat and make it clap. I'm glad that Portia and Marlo were able to finally have a conversation. I don't know if it went as well. No, as it could it have not gone, go well at all. But I just it, this has been boiling up for a while now and it was only going to get worse. Yeah. But Mar- I get where Porsche's coming from where like, if you are really my friend, why are you coming here asking me these questions? And like Marla was like, well, did you, did you do it? Like whose side are you on? Cause the point is that it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter who did what, because no one um, married or committed. Otherwise did anything wrong. Yes. And to, indicate otherwise and to make something that it's not and to ruin a perfectly fun bachelorette weekend that's the point and by using the hashtag and you know i think Porsche's dead on with this idea that your makeup between you and kenya is not the timing is no coincidence no 100 percent. it's and then they bring it back onto the bus and i'm sure that's gonna where we're gonna pick up next week yeah i'm very excited to see big frida on next week's episode i am a huge you already know i'm a huge big frida fan i when i went to bonnaroo like two or three years ago oh my gosh maybe it was even more than that i'm old i forget but they had an event that red bull put on where it was learn to twerk with big frida and I got pulled into the middle of the circle and I got to twerk with Big Frida. Oh, my God. Of course And I was good. I mean, I had literally 0% body fat, so I wasn't great. But I moved what I could. <laughs> you were like a ghoul. I was like a truly a skeleton. Like, <laughs> da, 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 skeleton About to socialize. <laughs> exactly. But I'm very excited to see Big Frida. And it looks like Big Frida is going to be there at the dinner with the fight where Marla looks like she's going to pop off and walk out. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm, I'm stoked. It's going to be a good one. All right. Should we go to Dallas? Yeah, I guess so. We're kind of back into our lull here. I want to say. Bigfoot, no. Okay, first of all. No. I love that Stephanie is like a Bigfoot, like, what is it called? Truther. (laughs) (laughs) A conspiracy theorist truther. Yeah, She's like. There is a Bigfoot in Oklahoma. No, no, there's multiple. There's multiple, but people don't always see them. Well, that's the thing. It's like. We've listened to stuff about Bigfoot before in conspiracy theories, and there are different theories about what Bigfoot is, whether it's, like, an alien or if it's, like, another, like, form of human. That's And there's a lot of Bigfoot mythology around the world, so I, I'm kind of maybe am a Bigfoot truther, too. I feel like there is some kind of— But Oklahoma is not the first place that I have heard of them working. I'm thinking, like, the Himalayas. Yes, or, like, the jungle somewhere. Or, like, even, like, the deep, like, wooded, like, Montana. Like Appalachia. Yes, the Appalachian Mountains. That's in the U.S., right? Yes. Yeah. And it's in, it's in Georgia. Is it? Yes. Remember? Because Plathville, they live in Cairo. 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 Spelled Cairo, <laughs> but, but it's pronounced Cairo. Cairo. And yeah, they're, the Appalachians are uh, in the east. Okay. Yeah, you're I, right. We need to fact check that, but I'm almost positive that's true. But I, I'm excited for them to go on this Bigfoot like hunt. 
And all the ladies, when they're packing for this trip, being like, why do we have to wear camouflage? Like, what's the point of this camouflage? But also, like, it's three hours away and we've never heard of it. There's something wrong. <laughs> you know what? We'll see. I love Tiffany's twins. That tea party was so cute. It was adorable. Tiffany's outfit was a little crazy, but we well, love to what see do you it. Expect? I was dying that her daughter's favorite food is caviar. I've d- I'm going to be honest. I don't think... I've ever had caviar. I haven't either, and because it, it freaks me out. I did have, speaking of Atlanta, I just want to say, I have had alligator before, and I do love alligator. Oh, great. Yeah. Nice. I just wanted to point that out. I mean, out. if I ever went to New Orleans, I probably would partake, too. Like, I'm I'm like a, a Porsche. Like, I, a delicacies, like, I'm going to go for it. I've, I think I've, I'm, I'm very open to eating weird, fun things. Also, I haven't, is Tiffany just jealous of her mom being a grandma? Like, that's the thing is, like, <laughs> when, like, this is the, this is how it always goes. A parent is a parent to their kid, and then they get to be a grandparent to their grandkids. Like I think it's a little point, bit. Right? I think it's. I think it's twofold. I think that yes. I think that she's frustrated that her mother is not treating her daughters the same as she, she was treated. She was treated, even though I think she prefers it to be this way yes. in the long run, in the grand scheme of things. But also, I think that she thinks it's a little phony and a little fake because the cameras are around. Okay. Okay. I think that she's like, you wouldn't be, if the cameras weren't here, you would not be, you wouldn't be treating me so well and you wouldn't be treating my daughters as well. And I, I also, I feel bad that her mom brought up the work thing again, where she was like, so okay about it. And then she was like, well, you're losing your benefits and all that kind of stuff. But that's, that's what moms do. They worry. They want to make sure that everything's going to be all right. So but while I understand, like, she feels like her mom's really hard on her. I mean, she probably has been, you also can't hold her against her to be like, wanting to know more information, make sure that everything's going to be all right at the end of the day. Yeah. Which is what mama D says at the end is like, you know what, no matter what you want to make sure you have a relationship with her and that you guys are good. I love mama D. I love her relationship with Tiffany. Give the woman a star. I, I really do think mama D needs her own show, whether it's there. I, I mean like her advice is just so good. She's shady. She's hilarious. I need to see more Mama D all the time. I want Mama D to go on the Bigfoot hunt. I want to see Mama D's Bigfoot extravaganza. Yeah. But we won't get that, sadly. I have to say, I am starting to really like Cam. Um, I liked her more this episode because I thought that her in court and going to the new house and court getting choked up. That emotional. Was so that was really sweet. When loved that. when like straight men who are really that in touch with their emotions get emotional out of nowhere and get nervous. It's very endearing. You just like to watch men cry. Basically, <laughs> it's uh, it fuels my my black heart. But I yes, I I like their relationship and I thought that was very sweet and I thought that it was really wonderful the way he tried to make a moment out of that. So and I also love her. Uh, life skills school that she does for her kids when she's not trying to be you the know character. yes and when she's not making something out of nothing in terms of like, neg- like when she's when she's not trying to make something negative out of something that's not then i'm fine with her she's yeah. fine i'm glad that at the end and we'll get to this in a second but i'm glad that at the end of the episode when the page six stuff came up that she didn't chime in i knew carrie was going to because carrie can't you know Keep pass up an shut. opportunity to throw deandra under the fucking bus but i'm glad that cam didn't pile on yeah i so am i speaking of carrie i haven't had jello shots in like three years but i don't think i would be making jello shots at 
50. No. And also, I'm sorry, the word darty is not a thing. It's okay. No, I will no. fight you about this. Uh, no, I'm not. A darty? How stupid is that? I say darty all the time. Well, that's case in point. It's a real word. I went to so many darties. I'd be like, are you coming to my darty? Oh, let's have a darty. A darty is real. Day parties is just, it's fine. Day party is too much. It's a darty. Like that is, that makes Darty sounds so... like a, a, a poop thing. No, it's a darty. Oh, I, gotta I, take a darty. I, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I am like, I'm upset that you, I thought you were going to be on my side for this. No, I wrote like one of the two, I wrote Bigfoot. No, darty. No. I, I cannot believe this. Darty is a real thing, and the listeners will come to my defense. I'm just saying. Anyway. I love that Deandra's dog was named Dolly Parton. Me too. If she wants the smoke alarm to stop going off, then shut the fucking door to the outside. <laughs> like, what a moron. It did make me laugh so much. Me too, but I was like, girl, why are you surprised that it keeps going off when you keep letting the smoke come into the house? And her and her man are just, they're the funniest cute little thing in the Their relationship world. is really sweet. They just, he, I loved when he was like, you know what else I'm good at? Shucking, shucking panties. Oh my God. <laughs> Killed me. There's nothing worse though than when people jump into uh, into pools with clothes on. Oh no, absolutely not. I think that's just, uh, it makes, I just want to turn the TV it's, off. It's gross. I do not like that either. But I, I did like that whole situation with the fire alarm. It made me giggle. And she has the same phone background as you, I noticed. I didn't clock that, but you did. And I, I need to go back and see it. But yeah, the, the, the black, with the, the rainbow, with the rainbow. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Provided by Apple. <laughs> this podcast is supported by Apple. I'm kidding. Could you imagine? I would love that. So yeah, the big, the big, uh, RV trip moment before. Never trust page six. First of all, even if you have an interview with them and you think that it's going to be all above board. It's not because page six is just a rack. It has been. It and is. Always will it's be. just a tabloid. However, with that said, I don't think that Deandra could have said anything more. If Deandra had said no comment or had deflected or tried to wiggle herself out of it, that's all they would have written about. Deandra Simmons dodges questions about Brandy's rate and that would have gone off worse. Yeah. They were always, the headline was always going to be about, the video and about the racism before the season starts, Brandy. That's just the way that the, the world works. It's it's kind of the only thing that's like booming over the show. But but since Leanne Lockett, yes, is gone. and it was going to be. It's 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 a big part of the season. Like you you can't expect to be out of the woods yet with this yet. And any one of these other wives would have probably said no comment and would have been a bigger story. So I was totally with Deandra was like, I'm not going to fucking take the fall for this. And I'm not going to let you guys gang up on me because I just did what I knew was right because I know how the fucking press works. And Brandy bringing it up in the way that she did saying, I was watching YouTube videos, trying to learn how to drive the RV and I got a Google alert. It's like, come no, on. Your producer sent you that. Um, no, you're full of shit. And I like them both being like, and, and. I know. I love that. There was a stalemate. It, it was. Truly. So I, I'm sure Deandra's still going to go on the trip. Oh yeah, of course. But. I would not let Brandy drive though. I cannot believe that's happening. No one's trying. I mean, I would never let that happen either. No one is trying to crucify you, Brandy. You did it to yourself. And. I probably would have said the same thing that like, no, we're addressing it head on. Brandy is totally going to own it and is going to deal with it. So I don't know, you know, it's not, again, it's not Tiffany's fault. It's not Deandra's fault. It's no one's fault. And Carrie, any opportunity you get to just throw like Rick, you know, Deandra over the coals. She's going to do it. Yes. She's got a weird thing. With like Deandra. when everyone here is telling you that you're selfish, it's like, no, only you and Brandy are. 
Stephanie's not saying that. Tiffany's not saying that. Cam's not saying that. They're all silent. Yeah. And I'm not Ugh. saying that Dandre hasn't been selfish in the past, but like we're not getting a lot of selfishness from her this season. I, she's done a complete 180. I think she's so great this yeah, season. Yeah, her new age, you know, hippy dippy meditation shit is. Oh my gosh. Working to some extent. So, I forgot about him. What was his name again? Damien. Darren. Oh, Darren. Yeah, Darren. Damien's the, the devil's son. That's from. The, <laughs> never mind. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about people who were truly possessed at the beginning of the episode, which was Jersey. Phenomenal. Hot Mess Express, from the moment our screens started, I was watching Jersey, and my roommate was like, I paused it, and it was only seven minutes in, and at this point, Melissa had thrown the cheese, which we'll talk about, but my roommate was like, this is the beginning of the episode? I thought you were, like, almost done. I was like, no, 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 it's starting like this. Yes. So, Marge starts attacking Joe because he, like said the rumor and then you have Jackie crying because she's like you gave it life you gave it life and then you have Teresa coming back outside after leaving yeah and Teresa wants it both ways she wants to be able to say and do whatever she wants and then when Jackie who's fed up just wants to get a dig in there it's like oh well no now a line's been crossed and oh Joe and Melissa where are you to defend me and it's like how do you expect them to defend you when you're defending your ex-husband yes. for dragging them in the press? I thought both Joe and Melissa were very validated in their argument against Teresa. I don't think Melissa had to throw the cheese plate. I think that was But a I was extra. so proud of her. She, But she was really articulate and was like, no, this is what's fucking going on. And you're not going to fucking do this to me or your, uh, your brother slash my husband. Yeah. And the thing is, is after, yes, he's the father of your kids. I understand that you were married for so many years, but at the end of the day, there is family and Joe is your brother. And Joe Dudice, whether you like it or not, was the source of a lot of the problems you've had in the past 10 years. You couldn't see both of your parents as their health, as their health, was declining. Yes. They both died and you lost so much time with them. And even before that, Joe drove a wedge between your parents and Joe Gorga. He also was the reason why you went to fucking jail and you lost all that time with your, like it's, I I think it's just hard for her because she has to also, it, 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 it forces her to go back to a time where she fucked up and went to jail. Yeah. Even though her, I don't think she had much of a, I don't think she had as much of a part in it as Joe Judice did. But no. it, it again, she doesn't ever like to admit when she's done wrong. It's hard for her to do that. You can't come after someone and then expect her not to retaliate. With whether it's Melissa or Joe, Gorga or Jackie, you can't just say and do whatever you want, and not expect them to have something to say. Yeah, a hundred percent. I wanna talk about before we get to more of this a little video I saw on the internet oh, that's God. been making the rounds okay I showed it to you Joe Gorka <gasps> oh, yes. enjoying the vibrator on his face it was like whether he meant it to be or not it was it was erotic <laughs> <laughs> like he just was really enjoying himself it was very I was just like Joe Gorga with the vibrator on his face? What? What is this? I, I, I saw it, was cracking up, and had to send it to you immediately. It was amazing. It was so funny. But that's all I got to say about that. 
But but I'm glad that Joe was able to yell and get all that shit out, and Melissa was able to yell and throw, get that shit out, and then promptly scoop up all of the cheese balls that and she threw herself. into the and fix herself. Joe putting his hand in the ice bucket because he hurt I his know. hand. And I love Dolores because Dolores in 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 past moments where Teresa has been the one in the wrong, Dolores will just try to defuse but also defend Teresa. And this time she diffused, but also was really trying to get Teresa to see like you sort of started all of this at ever at every turn ever since like going all the way back to Jackie and Evan's party at the beginning of the season like you're the one who's been instigating a lot of this yeah so you got to be the one to just shut it down and let it go yeah so love Dolores uh, well Dolores has always been kind of the the center figure and I, Marge is kind of everywhere this season and I used to be like Marge was a little level-headed but I feel like this season she's kind of going off the rails a little bit so we'll have to do and see what goes on with that the morning after. Yeah. I, I th- honestly, even though Teresa's apology was the worst apology ever, I was like, good. I, uh, Cause I was a little afraid Jackie was going to milk it. Yeah. And she same. didn't. And I'm glad that they just said, you know what? It's fine. But I also like that Jackie was like, if you're cool with talking about him, you should be cool talking to him. So when Evan gets shows up here, you're just going to have to just give him a little apology. And I love how no one let her off the hook. No. Everyone was like, no, you're going to have to say something to him. And, cause, but also her being like, well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry how everything went down. Like, pff, like, I don't you- know, like, I don't know how that happened. It's like, bitch. Yes, you do. I, Teresa, I mean, it's like pulling teeth, but it was an apology in some sense. And I'm glad that she did it. I do really want to have, Joe Gorga's Benihana breakfast that he was doing on that. That looked delicious. Like he, it looked really good. Canadian bacon. Eggs. Sign me up. I love eggs. <laughs> but I also love how Mars like, Oh my God, that's so beautiful. And it's literally just mush. <laughs> literally <laughs> just like yellow eggs. Oh my God. Peppers. Gorgeous. What a, what a, what an omelet. It's like, no, no, hun. <laughs> he made a scramble, but I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that Teresa and Jackie made up, but uh, Jen, Jennifer Aiden, we got to talk about. Again, I've got characters in every city that I really start to like, like them. And then they just blow it. I They get me on their side and then they push me off the boat. It's like, what the fuck? Marge was a little bit out of line calling her a drunk. And a concubine. <laughs> and a concubine. That was hilarious. That was hilarious slash rough. But Jennifer's accusations and the way that she framed what happened with Marge and her former boss was gross to me. Really gross. Because Marge did tell the ladies that to be open and yeah. to be vulnerable about this weird power dynamic that occurred all those years ago and how all these years later Marge realizes that she was taken advantage of. Yeah, And that's... Which is not the same as you getting fucking pissed ass drunk in front of everyone at Teresa's party the week before. Like, that's not the same thing. No, your dark side took advantage of you, Jennifer. Yeah, Aiden. and I don't think she's an alcoholic, but Jen, you have not once been able to handle your alcohol on the show, not one time. I'm nervous to see if she's going to continue this behavior for the rest of the season. Cause I really, and not that I think she has a problem, but like, I think she's, she's, I mean, I hate to say this, but she's at the age where she needs to kind of figure it out. Like I've, I definitely have been like a messy kid when I was a kid, you know, in college. Right. But like, now I understand that like, that's not cool. That's not a cute look. Well, and she's, and again, this is, and this is not a dig, but she's done a quite a bit of work recently, including, I believe some fat removal 
in, in I believe in more than one different kinds of methods. She's had some plastic surgery done. Yes. And that takes a toll on your body and it changes how you react to things. And so losing that much weight and then drinking the same amount that you had before is obviously going to be bad. Uh, exactly. Thank you. I know. And I completely understand that being a skinny kid before and now having weight on me, not saying I'm like large and in charge, but I've gained a lot of muscle. Yeah. I mean, I'm like making everyone I know. know it's muscle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I could drink a lot more, but I'm not going to. No. And again, I don't think that Marge would have said any of these things if you weren't being a bitch about her and what she shared with you at the dinner yeah. at, the, at the lake a couple weeks ago. But if you, like Marge says, if you step to me, I'm going to fucking come back at you like per ready. And yeah, she, and she does. Yeah. She do does not, not, you don't fuck with Marge. You did, yeah, that's the Marge last the person mouth. you want to fight. That's the, yeah, that's the last person you want to fight with. But I also loved when Evan said, meals bring out the worst in them. And then they cut to every <laughs> litter, like, and Jen's actually in most of those fights. Well, if you, if you the meals see. usually include alcohol. Yeah. And it's, she seems to, once she has a little bit of liquor. Yeah. I give the MVP award to Jersey this week. Out of all of the episodes this week, I think they were the strongest. Yes. This episode was fantastic. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, it to started see. off strong and ended strong. The no nose memorials next week. Oh, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to break, break me. It's going to make me sob. Yep. I do not like the watching those girls cry ever. Nope. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things, <laughs> you know, which by the way, I, I'm kind of like happy that that's having a resurgence now because Cardi B cannot stop talking about it. No, she cannot. So I'm waiting for the Cardi B Gia like WAP remix with a Gia verse. Yeah. Could you imagine? I, I can't. Uh, that's Gia's dream though. Remember she was trying to be that pop star that one season. She had that girl. She came out with like a girl group song. All of them kind of like between the Melissa, between Melissa Gorga and Gia. I feel like there were other girls. Melania too. also came out with the song. I don't want to grow up. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of liked. Okay. Okay. I, I'm a fan of housewives music as terrible and trashy as it is. Truly. My least favorite is Luann. I like everyone else because she, the, the thing is, is like the other ladies know they're bad and they do like one or two singles and they like let it go. Whereas Luann has tried to make a career out of this and it really pisses jingle me off. Bells, <laughs> jingle bells. Jingle bells. <laughs> but my favorite is Kim Zolciak, Google Me. That's probably my favorite housewife song. G-O-O-G-L-E, me, research me, you'll find me, click them keys and Google me. Oh my God. Is that real? Yes, I have it on my like Spotify. Okay, we're not. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm gonna play it for you. No, you will not. <laughs> all right, I think we mentioned it all. What a week! What a week! The Shaw of it all. We're still Shaw shocked. I'm sure you've heard all the jokes. I cannot wait to keep a tab on that story. Oh, I cannot wait to see everything that's gonna happen with this because we know it's gonna be drama. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening to whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify make sure you guys also like and send us five hearts five stars whatever it is we just want the love because we love you we do this for you every week and we just need to feel a little sugar back please and if you're on social media you can follow us by searching at h-o-t and b-r-a-v-o-d we'll see y'all next time bye